real New Yorkers about their life and experiences in New York City. Um, it's a crazy place and it attracts some crazy people. Um, so uh, thank you for being here today, Frankie. Of course, it's my pleasure. You know, when you first reached out to me about your podcast, um, you know, it being called The New York Minute, I thought we were going to sit here and talk about New York Minute the movie with the Olsen twins. Um, <laughs> which is very on brand for you. Is, yeah, you know, I do, I am behind The Boy About Town, um, which is like an Olsen meme page, so... Um, unfortunately, I, you know, we're here to talk about me and not the Olsen twins. So, you know, this is, I'm like, oh, okay, someone wants me for me. Um, but yeah, we can talk about the New York Minute. Like they were robbed at the, at the awards, you know, right. Criterion collection, quality film, um, the last great piece of cinema to come out from the Olsen twins. <laughs> Frankie's Instagram, if you uh, want to follow him, he is the boy about town. Um, and he actually posts all of his, mu like his muses are the Olsen twins. And so all of his posts are of them, um, either from actual scenes of movies they've done or, um, you know, just paparazzi smoking a, photos. paparazzi photos, smoking a cigarette on the balcony, you it's know. It's definitely uh, like a... Um... What it, uh, like an invasion of privacy at times. I'm <laughs> a little like, bit. You know, um, I'm, I'm uh, you know, being successful, piggybacking off off their invasion of privacy. But, but they don't really like it. And they don't have an Instagram. Yeah. What got you into using them as your, like... You know, so um, it's funny you should ask. Like two years ago, I did, I was like decided to do this case study where I was like, what makes a successful Instagram? Um, I came up with this idea of like taking two very iconic figures and juxtaposing them with um, captions based uh, that I pulled from like everyday life, but also like millennial existential dread. So like, you know, everyone who is in my, whether they're an elder millennial or a younger millennial, like my age um, group really does span from like 18 to 36. Um, like relates to like waking up on Monday and being like, oh, Monday mood. Um, and the Olsen twins are just so heavily photographed. So it's like, it's like I have an endless resource of photos that I can pull from. Yeah. Um, and you know, my friends inspire me with stories of their, you know, single life. Um, I have my own s stories and experiences that, um, you know, fuel the fire of creativity when it comes to my captions. But you know, it's, uh, it's, for me, it was like a, a way of es escapism for everyday life. Um, but also saying everything I wanted to say without being, uh, narcissistic and like posting a selfie every day. Right. Being like, woe is me. I, you know. Feeling all my moods. I'm having first world problem. But, <laughs> you know, here we are. Um, you know, I started out with this goal to get 10,000 followers and in nine months I achieved that. And. It's crazy. That's. Yeah. Yeah. Consistency, consistency and quality. Um, yeah. The, uh, but you know, I went to go take it down, and you know, I pulled the audience, and the audience was like, "Please don't." And now we're at eighteen point two thousand followers. That's amazing. Yeah. That's dope. So I'll keep it around as long as I have an audience. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, as long as someone's listening. Have you always followed the Olsen twins, or was it just kind of like, <clears throat> "Yeah, I'm gonna select these two. Um, I mean, I like appreciate them as, um, you know, two figures in entertainment and in fashion and in style um you know but they also like are kind of like this these two figureheads of 
you know, that being a child star, like, you can get to the other side of it. You know, and they've really, I think, inspired a lot of people. Um, you know, they are really cool. Um, I have gotten to meet them a couple times, um, which is, you know, like, little old me, like, I'd never, I'm like a no one. So, um, yeah, you know, I just, uh, like, they are inspiring. Like, you know, two female businesswomen who are just killing life. So we're going to share with the audience yeah. um, what it is that you do. So what what do you, what industry do you work in? Um, so I work in the fashion industry. I do operations cool. um, and special projects. So um, typically, like, I do everything and anything that has to do with the operating of the retail sector of my brand. Um, and then special projects in terms of, like, um, public relations, like, I wear a lot of hats, like, I can't really, it's just special projects, so, um, yeah, I really, you know, I love my job. Yeah. Um, I like helping people succeed. Um, and then on the side, I do freelance event production with a good friend of mine, Ty Sunderland, it's at Ty Sunderland, he throws the best events, um, <laughs> and, you know, I work the door at Acme as a, as a doorman. When you moved out to New York, because mm -hmm. you're not from New York, you're from... I grew up in D.C. So you graduated before coming out here. Did you start college in New York then? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you came out for fashion specifically? Or? Yeah. I So my first job in the city, um, I was very young. Um, <laughs> I was in town for Fashion Week, back when Fashion Week meant something in New York. Um, Whoop! It was, at, it was at Bryant Park. There were no budgets. It was excessive. It was so fun. Um, but I went to this dinner with a, with a friend of mine at the Waverly Inn, and I sat next to this woman, and um, by the end of the dinner, she was like, I fucking love you. Be my assistant. Come work for me. Um, and she was like, when can you start? And I was like, two weeks, I guess. Um, I called my mom and I was like, hey, like, this is what happened. Um, barely finished high school, you know, came up here early before college. Um, also got fired within six months. But um, I, you know, But you did the thing. What? You did the thing, though. I did the thing. Um, but honestly, though, you know, in when she fired me, she's like, you're going to, I'm going to see you working the beauty counter at Chanel. And I was like, huh. Um okay, thanks. Uh, but to be completely honest, like I owe her all my work ethic. Like yeah. my drive is, is totally from that woman. Yeah. Um, she's very successful in the fashion industry and I'm very grateful that I even got the opportunity. Um, I ran into her 10 years later, like right before my 30th birthday. Um, and I was like, you know, how are you? Like, good to see you. Oh, by the way, I don't work the beauty I don't counter, work the beauty counter at Chanel. Um, you know, and she laughed, and that was kind of it. Yeah. It was very, like, Miranda Priestley. Like, yeah. everyone wants to be us. And right. And she smiles at me. You know, like, not the case. Like, yeah. No, I want to be me. Right. So, going back, uh, yeah. you said that you've, you met the Olsen twins. Did you meet them when you were, um, uh, like, through fashion? Or, no, I'm like, um, tell me about your so life, baby like, Frankie, coming to the city. Um... <laughs> You know, I'm gonna make everyone sign an NDA after this. Um, so, honey, this is going public. This is how this is going public. Um, so, like, share what you can, but you don't have to like disclose. Um, yeah, can. I mean, I've like it's really crazy the kind of trajectory I've taken over the years, and you know, I've definitely been 
um, very lucky um, to be in the right place at the right time. Um, There was this club that really, um, I guess, defined... um, I guess like my my late teens, early twenties. The um, Mickey by the Mouse way, Club, right? The Mickey, yes, the Mickey <laughs> Mouse Club. Um, you know, I've been going out since I was fifteen years old, um, and I've always felt this like gravitational pull towards nightlife. Um, on my first night in the city, um, my my friend and roommate um, took me to this club called the Beatrice Inn, um, and in that night um, there was. Ashley Olsen walked in. Uh, Lindsay Lohan was there. Um, I told my, the actor Michael Pitt that um, his wife was a cracked out slut. Oh um, mind you, it, yeah, um, not my finest moment. I'm a little ashamed, but like it's kind of legendary that I just was like being young and just being like having no fear, like just yeah, whatever, roll with it. Um, so I got to meet Ashley. Um, uh, other instances uh going attending the beatrice i got to meet mk um mk and i bonded over um marble reds um um, her initials and i don't know just like i think i bought her a glass of champagne um it was cute it was really cute um and it was just like a simpler time in life like um you know and i i still to this day feel this um this attraction towards nightlife you know, so many guards are let down, you know, um, the idea of that, like, you know, at a, at New York, at a exclusive New York club, like, you can be a nobody and be a somebody, um, and really create, create an identity for yourself, I guess. Um, yeah. but yeah, it was a, it was a beautiful time. Unfortunately, uh, Mayor Bloomberg shut down Beatrice in, uh, April 4th, 2009. Was this one of those, because I always hear that people used to go party in Soho. Is this one of those places that was like a it, Soho? It was in the West Village, actually. Okay. West 4th and West 12th is is the address. It's around the corner from Corner Bistro. Uh, okay. It's catty corner to the lesbian bar Cubbyhole. Yeah. It's across the street from Cafe Clooney. It's now like a really nice steakhouse from oh. Angie Marr. Um, but it, at a time, it was, it was so fun. I've met some of my oldest friends there and we're still friends to this day and we were like one big dysfunctional um inebriated family um <laughs> mind you this was all before i was of legal drinking age um yeah i was gonna say you just said you were 15 when uh, you first started i, I think out. when i went there i was like 18 no i was but the the whole thing was we're young we're thin we're getting in um and it worked yeah, yeah. just roll up like you on the place and i kept like, yep, coming in do you still go out and, like, see any of these people? Do you, like, work with them anymore? Um, or? Let's see. I mean, I, I the one person I work with consistently is um, is Ty Sunderland. Um, he has kind of connected me to a world that... Um, I, I would say that Ty has carved out his own world that I'm welcome in. Um, okay. He produces mainly gay events. Um, this is your... You throw a holiday party... No, I'm dreaming of a white trash Christmas. Is my my well? Annual, that's your <laughs> that's my annual holiday party at Hooters. If yes. anyone wants to go, I'm dreaming of a white trash Christmas every it's year. In December. We're on year six. It's a blast. No, Ty Sunderland does Heaven on Earth. Okay. Um, which I've hosted a couple times. It's always it's a pop wraith, as he calls it. Um, it is, um, the most fun you can have in a room. He only plays pop music. 
it's always themed. So like, for example, I hosted one that was like Rihanna fresh off the runway, which was for Fashion Week. Um, the last one he did was like um, Lady Gaga, Born This Way. And then he has like a boat series, um, which is a lot of fun. Bunch of gays on a boat. Very problematic, very terrifying. But we do it. Um, and then the one that I'm really a part of is Devil's Playground, which um, is at Webster Hall. So, yeah, DP is really cool because Webster Hall um, has been closed for a number of years, renovating, bringing it up to code because it was a shithole before. A yeah. death trap. Absolute death trap. Um, I'm like, I've heard of I've heard of Webster Hall. Like, what is it known for? It's there. Just like a club? It's or? like a concert hall. Okay. Um, but Ty is throwing one of the first gay parties in a very, very, very long time. Um, so we did one for Pride. Mm -hmm. where Kim Petrus showed up and performed. Uh, we also had Ali X. Uh, then we did one for Fashion Week, where... Uh, I don't remember who performed. Oh, Slater performed? Yeah. And then the last one we did for Valentine's Day, Crystal Waters performed. So it was all very exciting. And then we uh, he's doing one for Pride again. Cool. Yeah, so um, 1,500 gays in a room. What could go wrong? Do you want to know the answer to that? Or no, um, that wasn't a question. That was more of a statement. So, um, yeah, and I typically am, like, running around dealing with all the talent. That's cool. Yeah. So is it, like, live performances? or? Yeah, they, you know, we have drag queens to perform. Um, Milk performed at the last one. Awesome. A um, bunch of, like, cool, edgy local drag queens performed. Miss Ruby Fox, um, CT... Yeah. I feel like I know a lot of people that do drag these days. It's Everyone's doing drag. It's, Which is... Yeah. I'm like, do it. Yeah. I'm like, honestly, great. Yeah. You know? You know what? Like, putting what on a happy. fucking pair of heels feels great. It does. It does. Like, heels for everyone. Yeah. You've been here since... End of 2007. 2007. So you experienced a lot of changes that <laughs> have happened in New York City. Yeah. Yeah, I have. Um... What is your craziest thing that you've... Well, what, what's really good that you want to share with me, uh, too? Um, so, for my... Uh, let's see, God, it was like, what's years a good, ago. Um, it's a good thing that, like, encapsulates, like, this was, like, So, okay, juicy. so New York is, like, like I said, like, I've always been in the right place for right time. Yeah. Um, I have this very good friend, Julie, um, who, on my 20th birthday, we went out to dinner. Um, it, my birthday is in the middle of Fashion Week, so there's always shit going on, so I can never really have a real party. Yes, Frankie's everyone... a Virgo. Yeah. He's a Virgo. That's quite psychotic. Problematic <laughs> and psychotic. Um, perfectionist. So that night, um, my friend is like, oh, we're going to the opening of this club, um, you know, for friends and family. Do you want to go? And I'm like, of course. Like, I got nothing better to do. So we go, she's like, oh, you're going to get me my friend Leo. And I'm like, awesome, love new friends. Um, we get to Avenue, we are shown to our table um, where we're also having, like, they had, like, light bites or something and tons of alcohol, lots of alcohol. Oh, the best. Um, love free alcohol. Nothing tastes better than free alcohol. So um, I look over, it's Leonardo DiCaprio. Um, mind you, in my head, the Titanic theme is totally fucking play. <laughs> Um, and I'm thinking to myself, you know what, Jack? I'd never fucking let go. Um, there's room for us on this door. Um, he looks at me and he's like, you must be Frankie. Julie's told me everything, uh, so much about you. It's a pleasure to meet you. And I'm like, this is not happening. Wait, he came up to you? It, well, when we sat down at the table. Yeah. And it was wild. Like, we spent the whole night together. Um, it was a blast. Like, yeah. that's the beauty of New York. You can be 
literally standing on a street corner and like chatting with your idol yeah <laughs> i mean not that he's my idol but yeah yeah totally. yeah um in terms of like the worst like uh, new york new york challenges you all the time like you know you lose your job and it's like how am i gonna make rent um well especially in an industry like fashion or yeah you know, i do theater it's like totally you're t- constantly it's like contract work it's job to job to job yeah um even with like my full-time jobs like you know i've been laid off so many times um just because the changing of the market and it's mm-hmm. like you know i always joke like i've endured far worse um and like it's fine like that's new york like as long yeah. as you can stick it out here you know it's you'll find your way yeah it's just about being resourceful and resilient i think you know new york city is built on resiliency so that's that yeah you know like in yeah like lots of shitty things have fucking happened but you know what's outweighed the shitty things lots of magic tons of magic yeah um i thought you were gonna be like lots of alcohol lots you know what and if you can't get through it alcohol helps um yeah you know it's it's um it's interesting like new york definitely weeds out a lot of people um you know when i moved here a lot of my friends um lived here and moved here and like within six months to a year they're all fucking gone which is so crazy to me i'm like my i mean it's not like i had a really hard six months the first six months i was here but you know like it wasn't easy yeah. and sure like I could have sat there and been like oh I'm sad I want to go home but like yeah I mean I'm after, like, how do you not just try to stick it out yeah. after I got yeah. fired um I had just this like you know a uh, moment of weakness and I like called my mom and was like x y and z she's like nope that's your home now you don't have a home um that was not where I thought that was gonna go yeah right um oh mom, my god I was like tough oh. love Okay, now I get why you, like, prefaced with, like, had a moment of weakness. Because I was like, oh, there's nothing weak about calling your mom, but no. Um, Mind you, like, when all this is going on, so, like, just the sequence of events. So I moved here, you know, I had a place to stay and live. Like, I was very fortunate to have that. While my apartment was being renovated. Um, I moved into my apartment only to find that um, it's not ready. The one that you're in currently? No, I lived in this apartment for a very long time. When I worked at Speedy, I still lived in that apartment. Yeah. So um, that apartment was being renovated upstairs. I lived upstairs then before I moved downstairs. Um, It wasn't ready for eight months. So I lived in a construction zone for eight months with my roommate on air mattresses while they worked around us. We didn't pay rent. Um, I didn't have much of a job, but like, I was like, well, I have money and I have New York and you're not paying rent and I'm not paying rent. So like YOLO. Yeah. Do people still say YOLO? I mean, I mean, I feel like this whole week we have been because like truly like YOLO. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Indulge in what makes you happy. You know, like, you know what? Cigarettes are going to kill me before things get worse. Right. Maybe it was a little too dark, but you guys get the idea. You lived, you had mentioned earlier to me outside oh, of this podcast. Oh, mind you, I lived at 32 fucking apartments before I found this apartment. So, like, New York, Yikes. New York tries you. Like, guys, looking at an apartment in New York, it's not like you look at one apartment and you're like, oh, this, this is, is it. This is it. <laughs> and even if it is it, you have, like, 30 other people whose applications are 10 times better than yours. I want to, I want to know how... Or have cash. That's, or like, in Sex and the City where she's like, lucky 34, like... That is relatable to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I found my apartment. I lived through it. I'm still here all these years fucking later. 
um, and have been through similar situations when I moved. Moving sucks in New York. Yeah, it does suck. I've moved three times. Three times? If you don't want to talk about it, you don't have to. But you had mentioned, like, you you experienced Hurricane Katrina when that no, happened. No, Sandy. You, sorry, yeah. Sandy. Different. I'm so sorry. Yeah, yeah. different dish, <laughs> Different? But <laughs> still, still very traumatic. I mean, like, growing up, like... Both my parents had had homes in Florida, so it's yeah. like hurricanes. I'm like whatever. Yeah. Um, but New York isn't is. Um, well, wait. Uh, did in, you experience Hurricane Katrina too? Now that I think about yeah, it. Yeah, but not. It didn't affect. It us. didn't affect it you as bad. New Orleans. Um, yeah, yeah. But the I remember raising money for through my school for it though. We did too. Yeah. Um, Even in California, so yeah. Sandy, you know, like New York isn't set up within the infrastructure to deal with hurricanes. Right. So that's really like where... Or coronavirus. But I don't think anyone was ready for the star that is known as coronavirus to yeah. take this world by storm. Right. Like, just like when Janet Jackson's nipple came out on live television. Nobody no one was, was ready. for that. Nobody was ready. No one asked for it. And I still want justice for Janet. Yeah. No justice for Sandy or COVID-19. Yeah. But Just, justice for Janet. Justice for Janet. Let's trend that hashtag. Because yeah. hashtags didn't exist during that time, so I think this would be a really great time to, like, retrospectively have that happen. Yeah. Um, but anyway, okay, yeah. so... so Sandy. Hurricane um, Sandy. Sandy was wild. Like, you know, obviously we went through the brunt of the storm. The, um, the city was without power. Um, I didn't lose power in Brooklyn, but... Did things... F- Blood. Like I'm, so, I'm oh curious because I southern tip of Manhattan was like underwater forever. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah, the storm surge, like Red Hook, was really fucked up. Red Hook, yeah. I mean, Red Hook only just recently in the last couple of years. Well, I mean, the R train was was not running. Yeah. To certain parts, they're, they, they're, they're still s- doing construction yeah, in like L. yeah, yeah. The R and the L train, uh, like yeah, I think the R is like finally starting to catch up with itself, but or with the other mm-hmm. you know lines, but um. I remember I had a friend that lived out in Bay Ridge, and it was like every weekend they were shut down, like the train stop mm-hmm. was shut down at her place because they were still doing repairs on it from from the hurricane. It's yeah. really crazy, and yes. it was only like two, three years ago. Yeah, I mean, and that went on. It was a long time, like yeah. you know, five plus years um, in the so city. Crazy. But like, you know, where is with coronavirus? Like, we're all locked into our apartments yeah. with sandy like there was the ability to go out in the world and we did um like you know we we were able to like go uptown where there was power like restaurants were having barbecues in order to like get rid of the extra food yeah um you know it was a time where the city really came together yeah um well, that's what New York does. It, well, that's what's beauty beautiful about New York is like it's one of the most tolerant cities, and like when shit hits the fan, um, there is this um, sense of unity. Yeah. No matter your tax bracket, whether high or low, your socioeconomic standing, whether your um, you know your race, your creed, your sexuality, like we all join together, mm-hmm. um, and not that there's not that during COVID, but it's a different, the rules are different. The rules are a little bit different. I mean, I do, I do have friends that still have jobs that like some of them are, have offered to knowing that, you know, our, I work in the restaurant industry and like we've all lost our jobs and everything and they've offered to pay 
my rent if I need it. You know, they're like, I still have my full-time job. I'm working from home. Like I make, you know, almost triple digits. Like if you need rent, like I will give it to you and you don't ever have to pay me back. Like, I mean, I had a job up until today. Literally like two hours ago. Literally two hours ago. Um, I mean, yeah, like my, the restaurant group I work for, um, set up a GoFundMe. Mm -hmm. Um, the, uh, jewelry brand I work for is, you know, my job will be there, but I can't file for unemployment without, I can't have a job yeah. um, as long as I'm still registered with the state that I'm employed. Like, right. you know, so this is wild. Um, people weren't, you know, jo- there was job, definitely job loss during yeah. Sandy for sure. But it was, I think, easier to bounce back from, like, like people, like, for example, like Nordstrom is like a big, you know, partner of ours and they're shutting down. Yeah. So it's like, there's no globally. Like, Globally, yeah. yeah. I mean, there's only Nordstrom and North America. Only North America. Yeah. But still, like, it's, <laughs> like, it's really a don't retail know. money that, yeah. you know, we, we get from that. And with Sandy, like, it wasn't globally that companies were shutting down. Right. It was, and I think I even still worked through most of Sandy. Yeah. Um, in between partying. You know, but it was, it happened. Like, it, but we, we got through it. And yeah. here we are, you know, uh, eight years later. What was one on, uh, I'm like, I don't want to dwell too much in like, we're all feeling the sadness of this moment. No, let's life. talk we're about all... something fun. Yeah. <laughs> My <laughs> friend ended up in, you know, it was like page six or New York magazine for getting into a fight at the Carlisle during Sandy. And I remember her calling me and being like, I'm in fucking New York magazine for getting a fight with this guy. Um, uh, Allison Wilson this is for you. Um, <laughs> and she was like, they described my hat is a pork pie. And I'm like, it's a trilby. And I'm like, Allison, shut up. Um, but it was just like, <laughs> there was reason to celebrate. It was like, there yeah. was nothing left to do. All we could do was drink. Right. Um, this is like, I'm in my apartment alone. Yeah. So. Well, the, one of the craziest things, again, not to dwell on the sadness, it's just, I feel like one of the biggest things that's come to light is just like, there's a huge focus that people are now shifting to on mental health, you know, like it's like, I know I suffer of anxiety attacks now because I went into an anxiety attack for four days with disassociation yeah. and that I disassociate every day. That's terrifying to yeah, me. I don't like it. Love I believe it. in a soul. I believe in spirits yeah. and things. Yeah. And like disassociation is horrifying. My, I never want to feel what's that again. left of my soul has peeled its way away from my body. But that's because of the cigarettes and alcohol. Frankly. This <laughs> yeah, isn't because <laughs> I mean, maybe that is because you're having a panic attack. Yeah. <laughs> No, I mean, it's, it's crazy, like, the, the amount of, like, the amount of, there's a lot of fear. Um, yeah. Just look at science. Yeah. We're going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. Economically, we, maybe not. But. Well, but everything bounces back. Life, yeah. life really is a pen, pendulum. Yeah, One yeah, day you're yeah. up, the other day you're not. It, yeah. But it always swings back. It swings back, yeah. It goes in all directions. What was, like this might be like very specific and I didn't prep you for this, but do you have like this year was like, like such a good year for me in um, New York. Like New York, like did me right. I mean, okay. So I'll say that I would say like 2008 was okay. a lot of fun. Um, like, but like 2008, 2009, a lot of fucked up shit happened to me in 2009, but 
like you were young, you were dumb, like you were carefree. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. was just like you didn't have real responsibilities. So it was like you don't really take into consideration the gravity of situations until you're much older. Yeah. Um, did I do a bunch of dumb shit? Totally. But like I had so much fun. Like, you know, we didn't know if we were going to have jobs the next day. So we would be out all night. And, um, you know, in, in between there, like, it's like, yeah, that was probably like my best year, but it's like, you know, you're young and like 19 and like, the city is your oyster, for lack of a better phrase. Yeah. Um, well, you have no inhibitions either. Like, there's no sense of, like, n- like things are going to happen to you. Like, you know, you're yeah, just kind of Yeah, I'm like, it. act now. Think about the consequences later. Um, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, just... Sound like, advice, sound advice. Yeah, yeah. That's... Guys, this is how I got to where I am today. Um, but you're successful. Like, that's... I would say... I would say you're successful. Like, you are still... How many years working in your industry and you, yes, don't... Literally don't have a job in this very moment, in this time in history. But I will have another job. But you will have another job. You will absolutely have another job. And that's... That... To me, that is a measure of success. Like... Yeah. I mean, it's like, uh, you know, the... Sh- my mom always used to say the show must go on. Yeah. Um... You know, and it's like, we can sit and wallow, but it's like, what are we doing now? Yeah. Um, and, you know, yeah, don't get me wrong. Some fucked up shit has happened to me. Like, I went through a really terrible breakup. Um, you know, unfortunately, my mom passed away. Um, you know, I was at times threatened with eviction. That was funny. Um, <laughs> Glad we know, could laugh at that now. <laughs> yeah, I had to, like, sometimes work 60 plus hours a week to make ends meet. Um, but it's, life is a journey. Yeah. Um, and it, it is made me who I am today is like just the, you know, to keep going, you have to keep going. Like, you know, we can sit, there's no time, there's no crying in baseball. Um, you know, you can sit and like just complain, but it's like, what are you doing to better the situation? Yeah. Um, 2008 was really good. I mean, like there's sprinkles of time where, you know, it'd be long periods of like greatness and beauty and like excess um but really like excess was like pre-2010 yeah um but things change things like, you change, know i have yeah. so much responsibility now you know? right so that's very valid i'm going to continue really quick with like not so rapid fire but kind of rapid fire questions yeah, but i'm gonna it. and if you is don't this like 20 questions am i is this like vogue kind of but it's more like like 10 questions Um, (laughs) and if you don't have like what just comes out of my mouth kind of yeah I mean if you have to think for a hot second that's fine because I didn't prep you with this so that's okay all right let's Um, do this but it's going to be more like it's just going to be suggestions these are like Frankie suggestions in the city and maybe he'll change his mind and he'll tell me later and I'll post it in a comment to say like hey he changed his mind about this editor's note yeah everyone stay on because she's about to ask me a bunch of questions and you'll get some New York tips. So go. Um, what's the worst thing that happened to you on the subway? Uh, oh, see, like I've had homeless men expose themselves to me. Um, I've seen homeless men peeing. I've seen people, lately I've been seeing a lot of people smoking on the subway, like in the car. It's mm-hmm. wild. I'm like, is this a trend? Like, should I jump on board with this? And then I was like, no. you know what? I love smoking, but not that much. Like this, the subway is already fucking disgusting. Like I'm not going to light up a cigarette. I haven't lit up a cigarette in the subway since like 2005. Yeah. 
Like because you're a good human. Because I am, I am considerate of my fellow human beings. I appreciate. But you. it's like it's so jarring to walk into a subway car and there's just a guy with like, like a like a cheap cigarette. Yeah. Like a marble. No, a marble red's not a cheap cigarette. But you know that very distinct tobacco smell in a airtight space. Space. Yeah. Next one. Um, favorite pizza. Uh, I. I really like Scars on Orchard Street, but I'll take, um, I like Joe's and John's. Joe's. Joe's Pizza? You don't like Joe's? I'm not a big fan of Joe's. Okay, well this isn't That's okay. <laughs> You're right. Um, do you have a bagel place that you go to? Go to bagel. Um, okay, so if we're doing like, like new bagel, I love Black Seed. And then I like, a, I like H&H on the Upper East Side. H&H is classic. H&H is fucking amazing. Um, Whenever I'm in the doghouse with work, I bring everyone H and H bagels. That's gold. Yeah. That's yeah. I'm like, and I and I splurge with the locks because like pro freaking know. tip. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, what's your what's your go to bar? Go to like a it's a happy hour on a Friday, and you are gonna go like enjoy bask in the sunlight on a. Uh, you know, I really like. I, I really like uh, Bix on Great Jones Street. Not a bar, more of a restaurant. Yeah. But it's quite nice to just like sit on the patio, enjoy a Aperol Spritz or something. Um, you know, I also have to shout out to um, Dante in, um, in Greenwich Village. You worked there, right? I did. Yeah. Yeah, for like six months. Oh, it Dante's was fun. So um, is that, what is your, so is Aperol Spritz your favorite, like, is that your go-to drink? What's your no. go-to, um, like, I, I live in New York and I'm going to... Always champagne. Okay. I love champagne. Champagne or vodka soda. I mean, but I just don't drink that much anymore, so it's right. really... That, guys, just FYI, I had literally a quarter of a glass of wine. Um, don't, don't get any ideas. <laughs> I'm like, you, and you were sober for, like, a while, too. Yeah, yeah. The um, last couple times I saw you, you, you yeah, were sober, yeah. so. Uh, but, like, by choice. Yeah, I didn't do anything yes. bad. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It, uh, it was just, like, a health, uh, something to do for my health. Yeah. Um, what's your favorite neighborhood? Favorite neighborhood? Um, is, if, I, I just want to say downtown. Like, below 14th Street. But I also like every neighborhood is charming in its own sort of thing. I guess Gramercy Park. Really Cute. love how peaceful and tranquil it is over there. Yeah. And like it's the only that that park is the only keyed park in the city, and it's the only club I can't get into. That's a real thing. Yeah. If you don't have a window facing the park, you can't. You can't go get in. in. Yeah. That's real. My friend was like, I have a friend that was like, oh my gosh, this is my dream is to live in this like square right here so I can get into this park. That's mm -hmm. such a real thing. Yeah. Um, do you ever go to Central Park? Oh, you know what else? No. You know what's my favorite neighborhood? Chinatown. Okay. I love Chinatown. Yeah. Nothing's changed in Chinatown. It's just alive. It's one of the few parts of the city that's very alive. Are there, like, clubs or anything in Chinatown? Like, Not anymore. Yeah, there I was like, there used to be, used to be right? Uh, we used to go to, uh, Miss Wong's, no, Madam Madam Wong's was a moment. It was cute. There was this guy who's throwing these color parties down there. Ty Sunderland throws a party. It's like in Financial District, but it's below Chinatown. Yeah. At a Chinese restaurant. <laughs> um, what were you gonna ask me, Central Park? Um, yeah. Do you ever go to Central Park? Not as often as I'd like. Yeah. I used to walk through it a lot with my ex. Yeah. It was nice. 
Um, but I also like work on the Upper East Side, so it's like, yeah, it's up there. You work on the, I didn't even realize you work on the Upper East Side. Yeah. So you go all the way from Brooklyn to the Upper East yeah, Side every day? my office is up there. Do you take a train or do you take a car? I take the train. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I told you about my cigarette guy. Of course That's I take right. the train. Of course you take the train. But I do every now and then, like if I'm running late, I'm like, fuck it. Let's take a car. Let's feel rich. Would you ever, okay, so you, I'm like, one day, one day would be nice to take a car, to not have to take a train. Yeah. I Are would you... love to walk everywhere. Yeah. That's really, I don't want to rely on any sort of mode of transportation, but walking. That was going to be my follow-up. I'm like, would you prefer, like, plane, tra- not plane, obviously, but train, bike, or... Uh, so, like, I love, I, I mean, I love and loathe summer in the city. It mm-hmm. has its pros and cons. Everyone's wild. Like, it's the first time we're seeing sunlight. In ages. It's the first time you've seen crop tops in ages. Oh, literally. (laughs) Like, pasty white legs. Yeah. Um, But, like, one of the things that I love most about summer is that I can walk everywhere. Like, I take a train into the city, and sometimes I'll walk over the bridge and walk home. You know, it's really fantastic. That's the beauty of the city. Yeah. What is your... I know nothing about fashion, but for those of uh, people listening that do know fashion or want to know something, what's been an inspiring look of recent times um no look no look it's like just like live life if you want to put on that fucking costume for the day and it makes you feel good put it on i love that you know i'm out here in a zz top t-shirt and like two cardigans and like blue gross gross blue jeans and cashmere socks eh. but that's very new york i yeah. feel like gross blue jeans are new york you don't yeah. wash them you do, I, I honestly mine, like they're freaks in the street i love yeah. a freak in the street are you like a vintage shopper or do you like to buy like new that looks vintage uh <laughs> i like both mm-hmm. i believe in sustainability um so i've definitely found myself pulling back from new mm-hmm. um there's a lot of waste in the fashion industry, um, and I will buy off the real real. Um, I wear a ton of vintage t-shirts. That's probably like my like kryptonite. Like I love a good lived-in vintage tee or a good pair of lived-in blue jeans. Mm-hmm. Um, I've definitely, in terms of like giving a shit about how I present myself in terms of the way I dress is like different now that I'm like 30. Like in my 20s, I was like, Lux, look how expensive I look. Um, and now I'm just like, I'm, this is how I, this is, this is my face. Live with it. This is the, this is the costume I chose to put on. Um, we'll do so. your like nightly skincare routine, but that's it. That is the only thing that is expensive about me now. That and Tilda. Tilda is his cat. Yeah, I have a, I have a Sphinx cat. Named Tilda. And she's adorable. She really fucking is. She's real cute. If my apartment was on fire, that's what I'd grab. <laughs> Fuck everything else. Oh, um, yeah. Nope, just a cat. Um, oh, one more. Yeah. Favorite cup of coffee. Favorite cup of coffee. Uh-huh. Uh, La Colombe iced black, a uh, La Colombe iced oat black and tan. Nice. Yeah, even though I hear oat milk's fucking terrible for you. Yeah, it's got grapeseed, rape, grapeseed oil in it. Grapeseed oil? But... I, I mean, I cook with rapeseed oil. That's not bad. Yeah. I mean, but I still fucking love it. I yeah. I love Fuck. And they're closed. And they're closed. My, actually, Motley Kitchen was making wholesale pastries for them. Oh. Um, and I'm sure we will continue to, hopefully, when this is all done. Um, but yeah, we've been doing all their wholesale pastries. So if you're listening to this in 30 days, when hopefully things are back in order, um, go to a La Cologne location, get some pastries. Yeah. And coffee. Yes. Black and tan. 
I just, in closing, I just want to say, um, if you do live in New York or really like anywhere in the globe and you follow me, like support your local businesses, tip your delivery drivers, smile at a stranger if you can, tell everyone it's going to be okay. Um, even we, it, the uncertainty is what is so scary about this whole thing. But like, remember at the end of the day, like we're all humans, we're all sharing this earth together and like, just tell someone you love them, make their day. I love that. Thanks. Thank oh, and you. follow me on Instagram, the boy about town. Um, and you can follow me as well on Instagram. I'm the New York minute podcast. Um, from there, you'll find all my other podcast pages or whatever else mm-hmm. I have on Instagram. Um, but the New York Minute Podcast, uh, thank you so much for being here today, Frankie. I My schedule is open wide, <laughs> so it was very easy to accommodate. <laughs> um, yeah, this, I'm like, I'm truly happy for this reunion, and yeah. I'm so happy that we have finally gotten to do this. Yeah. Um, I hope my, that my um, tales of misadventures entertained you. Please continue listening. Um, like I said, the podcast is going to grow and change um, as I record more and more episodes. Um, but just to, I hope you can use these first couple episodes as a way to envision what the city has been like over the years and have these different perspectives of people who have been here for a long time and seen all the changes happen. Um, some of the places we've mentioned, you can still go and visit when things are not closed down in the city. Um, so look, put those on your list and look forward to trying them. Uh, if you have any questions or you have any like shout outs or anything, just let me know. Um, and you can, you know, comment on the Instagram or whatever. And come see me at Acme NYC on Great Jones Street when they reopen. I will let anyone in who mentions this Instagram live. And usually we don't let anyone in because I won't say that. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening, guys. Have a good day. Bye. Bye, guys. Lizzie, no one says YOLO. Lizzie is our our resident uh, young.